Hello, it's Jack here from Episode Party, letting you know that we're doing a request special later on this year, 2018. And we'd like your podcast recommendations in order to discuss them, have a chat about them. We'd love to hear what you're listening to. Um, Freddie, if people want to get in touch and tell us about podcasts that we should be listening to so that we can discuss them on the podcast, what should they be doing? So, Jack, what we need people to do is to record a voice memo with their recommendation. You've heard the show, and if you haven't heard the show, you're about to hear the show. (laughs) And give us a line about what your recommendation is and why you love it. Record a voice memo and then email it to hello at episode.party. If you send it over as a voice memo, we'll safely assume that you're cool for us to play it out on the show when we record it at the end of the year. If you prefer that we didn't play your voice out on air, then you can just send us a email, a standard plain text email with your recommendation instead. We'll probably give you a little shout out, but because you haven't sent us your voice, we've got no way of playing your voice out. And if we did, that'd be really creepy. <laughs> Um, but we'd, we'd just love to get as many different recommendations from listeners as possible and we'll do our best to get through as many as possible ready for our end of year show fabulous yeah we'll have a chow down on all your recommendations so get in touch thanks and enjoy the show And welcome to Episode Party, a podcast where we talk about some of our favourite podcasts. I'm Freddie Harrison. I'm Jack Tutor. And again, it is just two of us. It's a productivity and self-improvement podcast special today. Jack and I, uh, I, I kind of feel like we almost bonded in podcasting over over this genre. In fact, it was one of those... Uh, I always talk about the the origin story of episode party coming from like WhatsApp conversations where we'd recommend each other podcasts. And I distinctly remember asking Jack for some productivity, self-improvement genre recommendations. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes um, back to me now. Quite a long time ago. But it tends to be one of those things that we came up with a lot. Um and I think the other thing is that we, we this this genre special has been long overdue because I think in previous episodes uh, we've come across like we 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 don't like these sorts of podcasts a lot. We tend to knock them a little bit, and I think it's quite easy to knock them because there are certain aspects of them that are easy to parody, mm-hmm. as has been evidenced by Dexter Guff. And you know, you know, there are there are bits of them that you you can rightly criticise, but I think in the past we can stray into the territory of just really digging into them when we're not really necessarily being balanced in the fact that both of us get a lot of value about them. So I thought we we could do this episode today and 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 try and um, present perhaps a slightly more balanced view. At least I know I've definitely knocked them and not really then said actually these are podcasts that i listen to and get some value from <laughs> no we we both i think the thing is for me the reason i reckon that this happens is that the benefits of them are so evident to me that i don't often think about them in an overt way what i think about are the aspects that i feel conflicted about because those aren't the things that are announced 
particularly by the mm. podcast. I mean, it kind of runs against its very nature to even talk about those things. So is, those are the things that organically come to the surface. But I think you're right. I mean, there's one episode in particular. I'm not going to say which one. You can go and try and guess which one it is and look through our archives. But where we probably didn't give a particular po- productivity podcast or the genre generally like a fair judgment that really reflected the fact that they do form a large component of our our listening and also as well i mean a large component of a lot of people's listening i mean this is a huge genre of podcasts right yeah i think it's it's one of the bigger ones on on itunes and actually if you look through the charts uh, you know these kind of podcasts do rise to the top and presumably because of the same reasons that we like them in that we get value out of them and uh, and i suppose a lot of us are terribly unproductive people or just looking in some ways to improve our lives whether that's in health or like productivity or whatever else and you know there's there's a lot out there and and yeah i think it's definitely a mixed bag i think there's some real rubbish out there by some real con artists but i think hopefully they become quite obvious quite quickly and i'm I'm pretty sure that the ones that we've come up with today are, are less like that and i think we've already touched on this jack but like these kind of podcasts you can't just call them productivity podcasts you can't just call them self-improvement podcasts because i think they there's a lot of kind of sub-genres within that isn't there yeah there's loads and i keep finding more and more and often they are i mean productivity in the strictest sense or, or the most obvious sense so i mean it's probably worth us talking a little bit about what we mean for anyone who's not too familiar with the whole genre of productivity podcasts and self-optimization and all that but in terms of productivity podcasts i, I kind of tend to think of those as podcasts which tell you about things like managing your time they tell you how to manage your workload uh, how to work more efficiently. I mean, work is definitely a key theme. So it's productivity in the workplace for the most part in your employment. That's the central thrust. There are podcasts as well that talk about productivity in terms of fitness. Uh, and there's a lot of crossover there with self-optimization. So making yourself better, making yourself more fit, making yourself think better. There's a lot about metacognition how we think there's a lot of podcasters that talk about that um and then there's those kind of productivity and self-improvement podcasts that essentially style themselves as interview shows whereby the uh, fruits are indirect i think you've made note of this freddie the fact that they uh, basically they talk about someone's story and then along the way they try to glean the sort of reasons that they've managed to get where they are which you know is an interesting idea that you can sort of say oh you're rich and famous what time do you get up in the morning and do you meditate (laughs) but you know so yeah it's 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 a big it's a big field and i kind of take a little sprinkling from each of them really i think in my listening and i think that's kind of key isn't it that um you know any of these shows probably doesn't have a 100 percent hit rate in terms of providing uh, all value all the time to you because everyone's everyone's definition of productivity or everyone's definition of self-improvement is different we all have different things that we want to get better at or um you know different ways of working which means that different productivity tips apply in different ways and like you say it's a, it's almost a weird thing for us to kind of go away and, and and speak to someone who's famous or successful and say what time do you get out of bed and what do you eat for <laughs> breakfast because uh, those things might not necessarily work for you because they might be a completely different type of person mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Um, However, I guess the benefit of these shows is that, you know, these interview shows, you know, the the hundreds of two, you know, hundreds of episodes deep. So, you know, there's a hundred odd different people there that you can go and listen to and you'll find people that kind of chime with you a little bit more or you'll listen to a conversation where someone's got a viewpoint that seems to kind of match something that you kind of you know recognize in in your own life and that's when you can probably find things that be helpful yeah um you know ironically in these podcasts they talk about like the 80 20 rule which is you know like you know what 80 percent of stuff is you know that that rule comes up a lot and i think with these podcasts as well you know i find that kind of like 20 percent of guests on these shows give me kind of 80 percent of the the (laughs) advice i've acted upon um and I, I I say that kind of half ironically because it's the eighty twenty that gets talked about quite a lot on these shows. But I think it's true, and I've had to sit through a lot of shows where I've not um, identified with 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 the guests or with the with the host at all, and just thought, what on earth are they on about? Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, especially with these interview shows where they're like an hour and twenty minutes. Mm. You listen for an hour and twenty minutes, and you're like okay, this person isn't my kind of person. They're not someone that I really see myself in the same environment as, you know, in terms of working or, or, or how they conduct themselves and mm. what they prioritise. But then they say, like, one thing, and you're like, oh, that's an interesting idea. And that tends to be the norm for me, is that I wade through a lot of stuff where I'm like, that doesn't apply, that doesn't apply. Or I try something, and I'm like, oh, that didn't work as a little productivity tip. Not for me, anyway. Uh, but there's maybe one thing that sticks. And so, yeah... I mean, as you say, it is a super bespoke thing where, you know, you'll find the stuff that works for you and just have to put up with (laughs) the tirade of gumph that doesn't fit. But I mean, maybe we should say like what... Uh, which of these podcasts that we we listen to, Freddie? I mean, yeah, we we've probably both accumulated quite a list of podcasts that are now in regular circulation for us in this kind of vague genre. So, what is what are the podcasts that you come back to, or that you think are of note in this whole this whole terrain? I guess one of the ones that I listen to a lot that would not necessarily call itself a productivity or a self improvement show uh in such an outright sense but certainly aims to help you do better work or you know live a more fulfilling life um and that's hurry slowly um which is a podcast by a uh author um and uh a podcaster called Jocelyn K Gly she wrote a book on uh email and how to deal with email and uh, off the back of that then started looking a little bit wider into kind of how to uh, view your work and do your best work and be a productive person and I guess the thing I really really like about Hurry Slowly is that it feels very genuine it feels like it comes from a place of genuine intrigue in how different people approach their work and how they approach their lives and what what you can take from that and i guess the other side of that that i i really enjoy is that it comes from the like the idea that we could all improve the way we work and the way we live our lives by kind of slowing down and mm. taking a more calm and nuanced approach to everything we do and i i really really like that because i feel like it's um a completely different angle to the one that most productivity and self-improvement podcasts take i think there are very few that 
would advocate kind of slowing down and doing less to kind of achieve more most most of the kind of out and out productivity shows would advocate you know making the most of your day and finding every spare minute of your time to use and you know structuring your day in a way that allows you to you know get more out of it and i think hurry slowly has always been framed around this idea that almost the opposite is true and i think it shows in that one of um justin's first guests on the show was jason freed from from Basecamp, and we've we've covered uh, uh yes. one of the Basecamp podcasts before and their whole thing is is about you know working a regular nine to five job you know not going overboard not going crazy not working your weekends you know switching off when it's time to switch off and you know not relying on always on communication to do business and their approach to things is is very much goes against the grain i think that kind of sums up this show quite a lot and the fact that it is a productivity podcast to an extent or a self-improvement podcast but it doesn't feel like it in a lot of ways and, and, and the whole kind of the production style is a lot calmer um the conversation isn't highly charged i'd say it's quite relaxed um there's not like a push on jocelyn's part to get very specific nuggets of advice in there that can be used as sound bites although there are some really good sound bites in them mm. i think they come out more naturally than perhaps other shows might might do and that, and that isn't wrong in itself that other other you know other hosts of productivity or self-improvement podcasts do that it's just a different approach and it's just an approach that i just found myself enjoying a lot um jack i know that you've not listened to a lot of hurry slowly but you have listened to it what, what did you make of it i think i listened to one episode and it was a long while back but it was something to do with i think it was an episode on phone use and it was yeah. that concept yeah. i believe of like uh, attention residue so a lot of productivity yeah. and other podcasts talk about this but when you look at your phone or you look at twitter or you look at something distracting and then you try to return to the task that you're actually there to do and part of your attention is still reserved for that distraction you were just looking at so it kind of has this draining effect on your concentration to just even look at these things for a moment so i believe it was something in that domain or yeah. certainly to do with the detriment of phone use and i i did find her tone jocelyn's tone refreshing i think that there is sometimes um what what i find interesting and what you mentioned there is the fact that uh, slowing down is something that doesn't get a lot of emphasis what i do find interesting is that a lot of these podcasts do take time often to talk about the importance of slowing down mm -hmm. Me meditation as a as a tool for maybe doing that often though when they're combined with everything else that's talked about suddenly the <laughs> everything starts to feel very busy yeah so you know it's, it's kind of there in the advice but then it doesn't feel like it's there in the practice i mean one podcast that i think falls into a similar category is um happier with gretchen rubin which our mm. former two-time guest uh two-time former guest is probably the best way to say that jess ellison um actually put forward as a recommendation i think happier in its title shows that actually its emphasis isn't so much on productivity but actually uh, things like productivity and uh, self-improvement in the aid of being happier which i think is a an entirely different kettle of fish i think actual uh, 
welfare and emotional welfare is something that occasionally gets left out in a lot of these things and is sort of a uh, happy byproduct if you happen to get it but ultimately if the job gets done that's priority number one but with uh, Gretchen I think that tone is a lot more relaxed um it's her and her sister they're just basically having a conversation they pick up a tip from a listener and they'll talk about it and say what they like about it and also as well they talk about i mean they have a concept called demerits where they talk about what they're not doing well which in this domain again is in some areas a bit taboo because a lot of these podcasts don't necessarily admit fault too readily so i like that about happier i think it's i think it's great and again i I think we're kind of in a realm of podcasts here where they're not strictly productivity podcasts but they sort of touch on that idea and on a similar note i guess cortex also falls into that category yeah in the sense that it has two people at its center mike hurley who's a former guest of episode party but also co-founder of relay fm and cgp gray as well who's also on hello internet and creates internet videos that are explainers of various concepts in the world of history politics and science and so on and they have a conversation about how to be productive but also it gets kind of lost in the weeds of in in a delightful way of their own life so yeah. you know talking about uh, problems with cables not working or i don't know just swapping their offices round just little kind of silly things really that yeah. they get kind of stuck on i know you listen a bit to cortex as well freddie and I, I i mean for me this was the podcast probably that got me into the whole productivity thing because cgp gray has this ridiculous workflow and that was the reason they started the podcast is because mike was fascinated with how <laughs> cgp gray goes about his business how he you know blocks out sleep in his calendar i think that was an early thing that yeah. got him intrigued yeah so uh, i just enjoyed hearing them talk but also gleaning a lot of productivity stuff along the way yeah. i guess i don't know if that's been your route into it as well but uh, I I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint my exact route, but I know that uh, Cortex was one of those first podcasts that's kind of got me to the point I'm at now, which is one where the podcast itself isn't out and out about productivity or self improvement. I think Hurry Slowly and and Happy with Gretchen Rubin could at least be categorised quite easily a self-improvement podcast in one way or or another Mm -hmm. whereas something like cortex is 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 a little bit more it's it's just a little more conversational and a little bit more tangential than that and i think it's evolved over time i think it did really really start off with mike's fascination with gray's schedule and workflow and and uh kind of rules for organizing his life and over time it's become more of a two-way conversation about how each of them manage different aspects of their lives and uh, approach things like work but also their personal lives and 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 the differences yeah. between that and again it's it's one of those podcasts where i'd say about 20 percent of the episode yields 80 percent of the value i take from it in that sense but that's only one half of the kind of value i get from it because the other half of it is that i just find it a genuinely interesting and delightful and entertaining show to listen to so the fact that only 20 you know 20 percent of the podcast gives me 80 percent of that kind of you know those insights that i can use and apply to my own life doesn't really matter because the other 80 percent of the podcast is still really fun to listen to yeah um, well, what is so when you say value what kind of things have you taken away from podcasts I'm intrigued. I guess I go down a quite a lot of the um, the kind of 
especially with it starts with Cortex and then it goes on to a couple of other shows which I can mention but I think the the thing I kind of get from those kind of shows is uh, especially the uh, you know Mike and, and Gray are both Mac users and iOS users um, I used to write for a, a magazine that covered both um, Mac and iOS and I get really really intrigued about the different tools and uh, workflows and tips and and all those kind of things that you can use on your iPhone or on your Mac to to be more productive and aid in your kind of day-to-day work and that's kind of got me down a rabbit hole because then we get onto shows like like automators which is on relay fm which is a really good show about automation um and that mainly focuses around mac and ios which i find really really good um there's a new show uh called supercomputer which is by alex cox and matthew castanelli um Mm. matthew was uh previously a workflow which is an app that was acquired by apple and is about to be kind of effectively rolled into their next uh, software release for iOS, which is iOS 12. Um, is that the Siri thing? Yeah, Siri shortcuts. So that, uh-huh. that started off life as workflow. Uh, and Matthew Castanelli worked there. So him and Alex Cox uh, do, the, do a show called Supercomputer, which again, isn't an out and out how to use your iPhone or how to use your iPad or how to use your Mac to be more productive type of show. It's 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 a conversation that they have about different aspects of their lives and and the different kind of um, you know workflows and automations and different kind of technology ideas that they've put in to help them but it's it's just a little bit more loose and that's really really joyful and really really lovely to listen to sometimes the conversations about the kind of you know workflows and shortcuts they can set up are entirely hypothetical because they haven't got to that point yet but that kind of stuff just kind of i don't know it just it kind of sparks something and then i start thinking about the things that i could do i don't think that it's any of these shows necessarily always come up with an idea for me that i can just you know copy and paste from from that podcast into my own life but they certainly kind of give me ideas on the things that I do and how I could adjust them or how I could create an automation that would help me in my own life <laughs> the the automation stuff I mean it comes up in a, a lot in Cortex where CGP Grey is obsessed it seems with I mean two things well, I mean one is to do apps and at one point I think he had like uh, about five different to do and productivity apps in <laughs> yeah. operation at the same time yeah uh, and also as well the what I really find fascinating to hear about in a lot of these programs and I'm sure it's the same in automation as well is people pressing to the limits of what these apps can do in terms of squeezing every ounce of like productivity capability mm. out of them I mean CGP Grey talks a lot about using Evernote and really pressing against the limits of what Evernote can do because his workflow and his productivity uh, system is so intense. And uh, I find that really fascinating. I think there's a part of me in my job, I'm a software analyst. There's a part of me who really enjoys that system systematic way of thinking about things and hearing people putting them on operation in a way that you know i don't really have the the brains to do so i mean what we have talked about and i think what you mentioned there freddie is the fact that a lot of the productivity podcasts that appeal to you are those that aren't strictly in the productivity domain i mean there are some podcasts and i think i'm sure it's true for you as well that the ones that are more overtly productivity and self-improvement podcasts were probably an entry point 
And I, yeah. I, I don't know about you. I mean, I, I still listen to quite a lot of them. So I'm talking about like Tim Ferriss, who we've talked about before. And perhaps would be a good opportunity to say, you know, he's someone obviously with self-improvement and productivity. That's his domain. I mean, there's no one who's more readily yeah. associated really than Tim Ferriss. Last time we spoke about Tim Ferriss, probably didn't give him a fair appraisal i think we waited heavily on the fact that you know of of the aspects of him we find problematic and of productivity podcasts in general that we find problematic but i listen to his podcast quite a lot and yeah i do find him a bit annoying but ultimately i i've taken away a lot and i think what he's doing in terms of bringing people onto the podcast and interviewing them in a way which does ring a really interesting conversation out of them a lot of the time and also i i think asking people about their habits and routines and obsessing over the kind of gear they use uh, and that does bear fruit i find it interesting i find it uh, it gets people to talk about the thing that they're passionate about in a way that also gets me quite passionate about it as well yeah so there are those podcasts as well which are more strictly in the productivity domain like tim ferris where do they feature in your podcast listening these days I and mean, it sounds like you've maybe moved away from them a little bit yeah i mean i think actually when we're going back to your question before about where my entry point to this stuff was i remember a time when i lived up in Edinburgh where i binged on tim ferris yeah like i listened to i think there was a point where i had probably about 12 or 13 hours worth of tim ferris show in my podcast feed and i listened to yeah, nothing same. else because there was this huge wealth of uh archived episodes that i hadn't listened to and i just went through and picked out so many that was really really good there was one that i can't remember the guest and it's such a shame because i got so much from that but there was one with matt mullenweg who is the guy that uh invented and founded wordpress yeah um i found him really interesting um i found his approach really interesting i loved how softly spoken he was and how calm he was <laughs> yeah um and that that was a relief on that show one of the tips that i got very specifically from a tim ferris episode and it was an episode that i got immense value out but again i can't remember the guest name was to turn my max trackpad speed up to full and at first it feels like this crazy thing that you can't control and then if you go and use a mac that hasn't got its trackpad speed up to full after that it feels like it's broken have you got um, yours on um the wizzy mode now yes it's on wizzy mode okay, right wait. now jack's in the room with me and we should say um he's just checking it out yeah yeah it's a bit much for me right now but yeah but it's funny it's one of those things it's like when you go from having tea with sugar to not having sugar it feels horrible at first but as soon as you get used to it you wonder how you ever lived without it or you know how you ever live with it um that's a very specific example but there was a time when i loved that podcast more than any other podcast because i was getting so much out of it um and in the end i think i just kind of wanted to move away from one and a half hour conversations and wanted to wanted to something a bit more bite-sized i think that's where my listening changed a little bit and i started looking towards podcasts that maybe were still long podcasts but weren't necessarily trying to just be about talking about how productive someone was or how you know because there is an element of it where not that i think these people have massive egos but i think there's an element of you know look how good i am and and you can be this good too and that's helpful and inspiring at times but there's other times when you just can't be asked with that stuff so um i also really really enjoy listening to podcasts that might not 
necessarily be about productivity or self-improvement but have elements of that in so one good example of that is is the Ezra Klein show Ezra Klein tends to interview people who have books out um which tends to be kind of like I mean that Parkinson did that for a long time so you can't knock it as a a journalistic practice I'm into it and and you know people people who have books out tend to be great for doing interviews at that point in time and they tend to have an opinion which you can research quite easily by reading said book so I can understand how that comes about yeah and i think true. actually to be fair that's yielded some really really interesting episodes of the ezra klein show i mean um, that cal newport one which we've spoken about yeah. previously but you know i've listened to that a couple of times and I, i've read the book since and that is i think that's really valuable that one yeah exactly and there's uh, a, a recent episode out which is called your attention is being hijacked chris bailey can help chris bailey has a book out and he is on a couple of other podcasts um that are in this space right now but i think his episode with ezra klein is really interesting on on kind of like two levels one he, what he had to say was interesting it wasn't necessarily groundbreaking or stuff i hadn't heard before so but it was about his concept called hyper focus wasn't it yes and and the kind of things that aid and distract from that kind of intense focus that we need to give so it has some crossover with people like cal newport as well um but one of the other things i found really intriguing about this podcast is that ezra klein's opening question is is something like what makes someone a productivity expert um i think chris bailey says he doesn't know and ezra klein points out that that's in his bio on the back of his book um to which chris bailey says everyone writes their own bio which is you know i think speaks a lot to the genre and i think that's you know it's a good warning sign because some people like i say before are complete con artists in this space um and there are other people who are really genuine and are trying to do really good things yeah but i find that yeah i i really really love the ezra klein show and i think the you know roughly the topics are somewhat split between things like religion and politics and then also uh, you know productivity um and technology and mm. i tend to fall on the productivity and technology side not least because the politics is is u.s flavored politics and I'm, I'm i'm not really it's not really to my taste but uh, you know i know i know you enjoy this too jack um have you kind of found the same thing as me where you will you've where you've managed to get stuff out of it well, the Ezra Klein show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the Cal Newport one, like I said, the uh, his thing is deep work. So carving out time to have really intense bouts of work. Uh, I find that really valuable because obviously that leads very organically into conversations about distraction and the aspects of your day and those things that exist in your periphery, which will try to work against doing that. I believe... And I'm not sure, I know Sam Harris has spoken to him, but I don't know if Ezra has, but Tristan Harris. Yes. Yeah, who's... I think whole... he has been on the Ezra Klein show. I yeah, wrong, but I, I feel he like he has. And Tristan talks a lot about social media and distraction and the fact that these companies have gigantic marketing departments to stop you getting on with what you want to get on with, which in a way is kind of indirect productivity advice in the sense that it's like get all this clutter out your hair and then you can get on and start doing stuff so i mean like you i think i've moved into more listening to people having a conversation about a particular premise rather than talking about their general life i mean i did find with say tim ferris for example the advice gets very relentlessly repetitive in the sense that 
A lot of people talk about meditation. Yeah. A lot of people talk about early starts, napping, uh, time blocking, different dietary trends, the you know, ketogenic diet, uh, fast mimicking diets, uh, time restricted eating. These concepts all come up quite repetitively a lot of the time, and so you end up mining the same domain. And there's a there is also as well. I think you sent me an article which basically stitched together. It was like a parody article that stitched together all these different productivity and self optimization tricks into one big like paragraph of a daily routine which had like gratitude journaling in it and a cold shower in it and stuff like that mm. and you know and which is funny i've tried a lot of this stuff i should say you know i i'm not putting it down like cold showers i've tried once in a while i do also <laughs> go swimming in the sea quite frequently for that little cold water exposure and stuff like that but um i, I mean one thing that i do find with listening to these podcasts and I try and really keep an eye on myself these days when I listen to them. I think the temptation is to get is to is to find yourself swept up in this sense that your time has to be ruthlessly monitored and that you need to be making the most of it. Right. And yeah, I really have got a lot of value out of these podcasts in the sense that. I used to be a lot more of a klutz than I am in terms of self-organizing and just, you know, general forgetting the productivity pros at the moment. Oh, you know, I was just a, a bit of a mess. And so it's helped me a little bit in terms of things like punctuality, just making sure that I'm prepping stuff in advance. You know, uh, when there's been uh, option paralysis comes up frequently on these podcasts where it's like, pick out your clothes the night before and then you don't waste your energy during the day trying to like, you know, first thing in the morning, picking out the items of clothing that you're going to wear. Like, these are things that I've taken into my life that I've got a lot of benefit out of. However, I think listening to them too much and taking them on too much as well as a kind of methodology for living your life leads to a lot of stress mm. i mean i definitely i mean earlier this year i had a day off sick which i would put down to kind of stress of feeling like i wasn't doing enough I, right. i'm not even kidding like there was you know a, a day where i just i was like i've just been on social media too much i haven't been doing enough with my time and it made me really down and i'm sure that's partly to do with using social media but also i think the pressure of listening to these podcasts is that if you're not using your time in a mindful way if you have lapses then that's not good like think of all the other stuff you could be doing and so yeah it does have the potential to generate a bit of a void that is very difficult to fill because it, you can always optimize more and so i think that's the air of caution that i bring with me into these podcasts now yeah i read fiction again for example there was a period where i didn't read fiction because in my head i was like i can't waste time on a book where i'm not gaining information that i can then apply into the world i think that's a direct product i've heard people say it as well that they can't read fiction i think a lot of the time that's a product of feeling like you need to be productive with your time and i yeah off my soapbox now but basically i just wanted to bring that that's the kind of conflict that i feel with these podcasts and maybe why i like you have gone towards conversations that have value outside of that domain as well yeah and i think you know it's rare that a lot of these podcasters uh, will have these moments of humility where they, they talk about 
their failings and I, I i say that with big inverted commas around it because they're not failings um but they they are failings <laughs> if you try and live an ultimately optimized life like you just have jack you know they they, they don't do it but i mean I, I do remember episodes where 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 tim ferris would say actually if you think you know that i managed to do this every single day without fail always you, you'd be wrong yeah and i think it's true and and you know there's this kind of there are too many people on these shows who don't admit that, like, that they're also human and that doesn't always work for them. Totally. And I guess, yeah, there's two parts to it, isn't there? There's, like, one, just listen to some other podcasts that aren't productivity and self-optimization podcasts, like, from time to time. You know, balance it out. Don't don't feel like the, you know, like you say, like, used to, like, reading fiction, like, the only thing worth doing with your time is working out how to make more of your time because mm-hmm. that like sets you on this kind of never-ending spiral where you know every moment could be made better and if it's not better then what are you doing with your life and then the other part of it is is kind of beware the kind of false prophets of of this genre where there's you know anyone with a microphone can talk bullshit into it as is probably evidenced by me at least half the time on episode party. <laughs> Um, but it, no, I mean, you know, I could start a productivity podcast tomorrow and talk to everyone about how I wake up every morning and go to the gym and then make myself a coffee and then cycle to work, which I do do those things, but I don't think it's like amazing. But also there's some mornings when I wake up late and lie in bed all morning and then drive to work and, you know, don't bother with any of that stuff. But the reality is that's the kind of stuff that doesn't really, you know, make a podcast successful, but that's the bit about my really productive morning routine would do. And I think, you know, it's, it is, you're right. It's easy to get swept up in believing that that's how these people live their lives consistently and constantly all the time. And that's what's made them so successful. And the reality is sometimes what makes people successful like that is saying what people want to hear. And actually, in fact, there's a, an interesting Guardian long read podcast as well, but, um, I listened to, which was also like a word of warning about these podcasts. I have to say, when I listened to it earlier today, I realized that it is very much going to the other extreme of saying, oh gosh, look at these people. They're obsessed with productivity. That's all they care about. Look at all these ridiculous productivity fads that are popping up. And obviously that doesn't represent most people's relationship with this stuff. But it's called, um, in a hyperbolic way, why time management is ruining our lives um and it came out in january last year it's worth a listening listen for that counterbalance but you know it is obviously a lot of yeah you know um the one thing we've not mentioned yet which i think you might have possibly some some input on here jack is is kind of out and out productivity podcasts that you have found valuable rather oh, yeah. than these kind of indirect ones. So we've talked a lot about indirect ones, which are all great. But while we say be wary of out-and-out productivity podcasts, there are definitely some out there that are very good and very valuable. Yeah. Um, what what kind of ones have you listened to, Jack? So, yeah, there's ones like uh, The Productivity Show, which is um, by a company, I guess, called Asian Efficiency. Yeah. Um, that was very useful. That's one I got into quite early on and very business orientated. 
But again, I think I found out about like the Pomodoro timer where you do oh, like... I love the Pomodoro timer. I, I'm all about it. You know, so for anyone who doesn't know, it's like where you alternate between periods of work for like 20, 25 minutes or up to 40 minutes or whatever you, you like. And then uh, three minutes of rest and then you do that in cycles. So you're constantly getting these pockets of rest, but you're also keeping the amount of work you do in check. So... Asian efficiency, I, I, I find that's one that I tune into every now and then and generally come up with some good workplace tips. There's a few podcasts that come from this wheelhouse, which all are very much into uh, David Allen's getting things done methodology, yeah, or yeah. they've branched out from that. And these are the ones that do have or tend to have a kind of workplace orientation and so beyond the to-do list as well as another one where people are brought on to talk about focus time management a lot of these kind of concepts which can be incredibly dry <laughs> but these are morning podcasts for me so they're stuff that I gen- generally listen to on the way to work and a lot often oftentimes I'll come up with some great tips and things that I will take into my work day and there's a lot of things that now I carry with me in my work day which have helped me focus more and have helped me do a better job so th- there's you know heaps of value from these podcasts that you know while on the surface you're like why would I listen to a podcast about work on the way to work like that's sounds manic actually it means that when you get to work you end up making a better job of it well it does for me anyway (laughs) um and there's also as well one thing we haven't really spoken too much about is um self-optimization podcasts in the realms of fitness so yeah yeah i mean there's ben greenfield who i listen to occasionally it's a bit too intense for me but i think if you're into that kind of thing then you know dive in he is a fitness guru i think he was a personal trainer previously and now is like a absolute obsessive with biohacking and diet and weightlifting and exercise and all these things so he gets into the very nitty-gritty about all these topics uh and often it gets a little bit too much into organs and blood types and uh, hormones and uh, you know i i kind of switch off because i can't keep up with the science but otherwise that you know there's again a lot of value so yeah even in these podcasts that are very very intensely about productivity a lot of stuff going on that you can take away yeah. and make use of Absolutely. And I feel like it'd be remiss if I didn't mention one more, which is, uh, which, which again, is kind of another subgenre, which is, uh, you know, more technology based podcasts, um, which is a podcast called App Stories, which um, is, oh, a, yeah. is ostensibly a show about iOS apps and the Apple ecosystem, um, hosted by uh, MacStories.net editor and founder Federico Vitici and uh, Mac Stories writer John Voorhees. Again, a really, really good podcast. And occasionally they'll dive in deep into a particular genre of apps. There was one I listened to recently about Apple's Reminders app and how you can extend the kind of use of Apple's Reminders with other kind of third-party apps and integrations, uh, which is right in my wheelhouse. And again, it's one of those things where, again, you know, not every episode will be helpful, especially because this isn't a show about productivity or self-improvement, but um, every now and then they will do... (laughs) an episode around a particular type of app so task managers have come up before as well and 
if you can catch one of those and listen to it, you can dive in and find some really, really interesting things out of it. So I guess what we're saying is, although these shows can be problematic in general, we're still big fans. Totally. Oh, not enough diversity on these shows, either in guests or in hosts a lot of the time. Um, that's another thing worth mentioning. But absolutely, I am a fan of these shows. I get a lot out of them. And yeah, I think there's something for everyone, really. So dive in. Oh, and also as well, sorry, I'm flitting around, Wonderlist. That's probably the thing that I've taken away from <laughs> these productivity podcasts the most, like the to-do app Wonderlist. I think it was spoken about by CGP Grey on Cortex and it has changed my life and my shopping as well. I do all my shopping through <laughs> my Wonderlist. shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget anything now when I go to the shops. Um, yeah, so we're both fans. Yeah, and I think, you know, like you say, it's it's about diving in and finding stuff that works for you and finding find a balance between uh, these out-and-out productivity shows and these more tangential interview shows or chat shows where, where people will occasionally say something that's really valuable and just taking what works for you out of it rather than trying to feel like you have to apply every single thing that all of these people say into your lives. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, I think that just about wraps us up, which is great. Um, But there's one thing we do need to discuss before the end of the show, Jack, um, which is that we are planning a awesome special um, that's coming up probably at the end of the year or perhaps at the very beginning of next year, depending on how our recording and release schedule falls. But basically, we we really want your recommendations. We want you to submit your recommendations and we are going to take as many of your recommendations as possible and listen to them and talk about them on our end of year slash start of year special genuinely really want to hear podcasts that we've not spoke about before uh podcasts from different countries podcasts from different kind of uh people from different backgrounds to ours with both uh two young white males and the uh the 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 shame of that is not lost on us in the sense of diversity (laughs) so if you're a person of color if you come from a different background to us which sound you know can't be hard please 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 give us your recommendations for a podcast we really want to broaden our horizons ideally the way you do it is to record your recommendation as a voice memo on your phone um, and then email it to hello at episode.party if for any reason you'd rather we didn't play your recommendation out on the show you don't want your voice on podcasting land then uh (laughs) just send us an email with it as like text and we won't read out your name or play your voice because we won't have a recording of your voice it'd be creepy if we did but if you don't mind (laughs) us playing out your recommendation and you speaking out your recommendation then please email a voice memo to hello at episode.party and we will listen to it and 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 we're super excited to do that um so yeah do that as soon as you can and feel free to send us more than one if you like and we will spend a lot of time listening to podcasts over christmas i imagine yeah we'll have a big festive binge i look forward to that we'll just do like as many as we get in we'll go through them we'll give them dedicated time and we'll have a big chat about them so please do that that would be great awesome okay i think that's it uh i've been freddie harrison i've been jack tutor we should probably say as well did we say our email address many times (laughs) brilliant okay then i've been jack (laughs) tutor and we'll see you next time goodbye bye
Hey everyone, Freddie here. If you're enjoying Episode Party, please head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. It means a lot to us and it really helps us out. Thanks. Thanks.